and welcome to The Pound in Your Pocket, the weekly business and finance news briefing for students. I'm Luke Brown, and these were the main stories this week. The high-profile legal battle between US tech companies Epic Games and Apple ended in a half-victory for Apple. CMACGM, a huge French shipping container company, said that it would cap its shipping prices for five months, and the UK inflation rate jumped to 3.2% in August, the highest increase since 1997. Last summer, US game developer Epic Games started a fight with the US tech giant Apple. It began with Epic adding a feature to its flagship Fortnite app, which allowed users to pay Epic directly for in-app purchases, bypassing Apple's usual payment system. Apple got in a huff and removed Fortnite from its app store. In response, Epic took Apple to court over the way it runs the app store. This week, the judge in this case gave the final judgment. She said that Epic had failed to show that Apple was a monopoly, a company which owns the overwhelming share of a marketer industry, in this case, mobile app payments. However, the judge also said that Apple had acted in an illegal, anti-competitive way by telling game developers on its app store that they could not inform their customers about things they can buy or subscribe to outside of Apple's app store. Apple has been given 90 days to change this. So it was a half victory for Apple. But this is not the end of the battle. Epic has appealed against the decision, meaning that the case will now go to a higher court in California. This case may well finish in the US Supreme Court, but there's a long way to go until that. And as I spoke about a few weeks ago, South Korea has already passed legislation preventing the likes of Apple from forcing game developers such as Epic to use their own payment systems. Wherever this current case goes, the fight against the rotten apples of big tech will continue on an epic scale around the globe. International container shipping is in choppy waters at the moment. Bad planning by shipping companies and the shock of a global pandemic have disrupted shipping, causing costs to rise like the sea. It now costs $10,000 to ship an average container, four times higher than at the same time last year. Seas rise and fall, but shipping prices showed no sign of falling any time. So what's going on here? That bad planning part is the main culprit. When the pandemic began, shipping companies thought that international trade would dramatically slow down. This didn't happen, and now the opposite is happening. International trade is dramatically picking up. More people want to send goods around the world, and ports getting clogged up. This is why the cost of sending container ships across the planet has gone up so much. One large container shipping firm, France's CMA CGM, this week took the shock decision to cap its prices for five months. The company claims that this is to help its customers. It will help a bit, but many involved in the industry think that this is really a cynical marketing trick that will keep CMA CGM's customers locked into contracts for high shipping rates, and that's despite the cap. Still, it was a surprising development from a large shipping firm. And if all of this seems as dull as dishwater to you, You should know that we all rely on container ships travelling across the oceans to supply us with food, drinks, vehicles, electronic devices and almost every other good you might need or want. CMA CGM this week showed that it recognises the current crisis in international container shipping and has offered a remedy, however small or insincere, to its customers until the storm passes. Back on land in the UK, it was announced this week that the inflation rate 
rose from 2% in July to 3.2% in August. That's the biggest jump since the Bank of England started keeping records on this when it gained independence in 1997. Inflation is how much prices are increasing, and they have been steadily increasing since the economy unlocked early this year. Many economists have argued that this rising inflation is a temporary phenomenon caused by the highly unusual circumstances of the pandemic. But others claim that massive state support in the form of the government's furlough scheme for workers and the Bank of England's huge investments in financial markets mean that inflation is here to stay because there is now too much money in the economy. Inflation is, more precisely, when a currency loses value because there is too much money going around. So the debate goes on, and August's inflation data seems to back up the more pessimistic view that this rising inflation is not a temporary blip. However, this sudden increase in inflation could be explained by the cost of eating out at restaurants and cafes increasing compared to last year. You might remember the Eat Out Help Out scheme last summer, which gave discounts to encourage people to go to restaurants and other food places. That scheme hasn't run this year, so this makes the cost of eating out higher. And if we look to our cousins across the pond in the US, we can find more hope. The US inflation rate had been rising, just as in the UK, but in August it went down slightly to 5.3% compared to the 13-year record of July and the record before that in June. This appears to confirm the prediction of the Federal Reserve, the US Central Bank, that rising inflation would be temporary. The UK's inflation rate in August is concerning, but if the American experience is anything to go by, we might just be inflating our fears for no good reason. That's the latest this week. You can follow The Pound in Your Pocket on Twitter and LinkedIn, where you can share your thoughts on the podcast. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Join me next Sunday for your weekly business and finance news briefing. Thank you.